Hi, welcome to IPC's Youth Group's first, very first podcast. Episode 1. And I'm Brad. And this is Steve. And this week on our first podcast, we are going to be reviewing the movie Transformers. And we'll also be talking about July 4th and all the explosions, the movies, and... Not to mention the barbecues. The barbecues and all its glorious sauceness. Episode 1 starts now. Got a little surprise for you, son. No, 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 Dad! Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I am. You're not getting a Porsche. <laughs> Let me tell you something, son. A driver don't pick the cars. Mm-mm. Cars pick the driver. It's a mystical bond between man and machine. civilization far superior to our own. Our enemy can take any shape. They could be anywhere. It's a robot. You know, like a super advanced robot. It's probably Japanese. No, 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 no! Person who has not seen Transformers, what are your ambitions, or what do you want to see happen in this movie? Well, you know, I was a, a really big fan of the Transformers, uh, the cartoon series, um, which was awesome. In fact, you know, I watched they had they made a movie, a cartoon movie of the Transformers, and it was the first cartoon, or actually probably the first movie that I've ever cried at in my entire life because Optimus Prime, who is like. You know, he's like the leader of all the Transformers, you know? Yeah. Like, he's about to die. And and so in each one of these robots, I guess, they have this little life source. Yeah. And there's this other guy who's – I think he was supposed to be like a Volkswagen Beetle or like some kind of small car, you know? But he was a little guy. You know, they always kind of got made – he always got like made fun of or whatever. Yeah, I know how that is. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Optimus Prime, you know, he's about to die, but he can keep his life source going. So what he does is he takes out his life source – and he gives it to the little guy. I forgot his name. 
but dude, when he did that, I was like, I was weeping, man. I was like, you know, this five-year-old kid, and you know, my favorite co- character actually was not Optimus Prime, but still, that whole part was really touching to me. Um, I I have pretty high expectations for the Transformers because it was one of my favorite cartoons. And then when I heard that Michael Bay was going to be directing and producing this movie, I was very, very excited because Michael Bay, you might know him from amazing films such as iRobot or I think he actually did Independence Day or and he also did Armageddon, which is one of my favorite movies. So he's he's big time into this action, crazy action flick thing that's pretty cool. So I have pretty high expectations. Um, I don't know how they're going to do the storyline. I'm not sure um, how things are going to pan out in terms of how they're going to work the technology, how they're going to make the Decepticons really cool. Um, looking from the commercials, I was a little bit nervous because, uh, you know, obviously when aliens come from space and they're actually cars and stuff, they come back as Pontiac G6s or whatever. So apparently the universe is owned by GM <laughs> or something. Okay. But So I was a little bit nervous about how they did this. So uh, – so, Brad, why don't you tell me um, just a little bit about what Transformers is all about, uh, things that you were excited about, what were you expecting when you first came into it, and uh, we'll just go from there, man. Um, well, first off, I was not uh, big into the cult of Transformers, so I pretty much didn't know what to expect, but um, you know, I went with my uncle last night, actually, and we got to see the sneak preview. It was it was a very, very action-packed movie. Every every second of it had action. Things were blown up all over the place. In fact, it was a really funny story. The girl in front of us, the girl in front of us was um, freaking out. Like, stuff was, like, let's say one of the robots <laughs> would, like, blow through a building. And then she'd, she'd like, she'd, she'd just, like, start, you know, twitching or whatever, you know. And she'd, she'd like grab her boyfriend or whatever i'm sure he really <laughs> liked that but it was really annoying because she was right in front of me and she was just like scared like the robot was gonna come get us or something so i guess it was you know it was a pretty decent movie it made someone do that but uh then again so the movie starts off with uh shia Leboeuf's character uh he's evan stevens in the movie oh no he's the uh, evan stevens character I don't know what is his name. No, no, no. That's from the series that he's in. So oh. we're looking at um, yeah. Yahoo movies. I forgot to see his what name. Other movies he's from. I'm trying to find his name in the movie. I totally forget. But anyway, so he starts off and he goes and he tries. He's he's a normal teenager uh, guy, has confidence problems with girls. Tries you know what's funny? In the cartoon, there's a kid who kind of actually looks like him. Yeah. It's actually pretty amazing. Like he's he's um. He's like this like nerd kid, but it's cool though because he like you know later on in the the series he's he has all these cool space suits and stuff, and so he can go into space. And he kind of reminded me of um you know the the Legos yeah know, like the space series. Anyway, so that's cool though. I I was actually kind of excited for for this kid because I thought maybe um well kid he's probably like thirty or something, but actually I think he's only like twenty years old. But he plays the teenager um. Who's not doesn't have good confidence with girls, so he's trying to pick up this chick. And along the way, he his first car ends up being this old Camaro, the '75 Camaro, that ends up being a Transformer. What color is it? It's yellow with black dude. racing stripes. Yeah, dude, that I think that was in the cartoon. Anyway, 
So do you remember the name? I mean, do they have names in the? Um, the yeah, they do. I was just really tired and I forgot all the names of the robots. Um, but it's really awesome. Most of most of the movie was the most the most serious and action packed. But some of it was kind of corny, and most of the corny parts came from um, the robots when they were like. We are here to protect, and we are here to save the humans. You know. Do do they do they sound really like robot-y, though? Are they like, thank you, sir. Like, danger, Will Robinson. No, they're know? not like that. Like, um, like that movie, but they were like they did have like a tint of robotics to it. So, so you know, I mean, they are robots. They are like three million ton robots. So you expect them to have a little bit of a metallic voice. But anyway, um, if you love action movies and if you love seeing things blow up and fighter jets and guns and explosives, then this is definitely the movie that you want to go see. I I don't want to give any of it more away than the previews well, can you, already can have. Can you give me, like, you know, at least the plot? You know, like, what happens okay, in the movie well, exactly? Uh, the main character, like I said, is trying to get the girl. So she, the girl is going out with, uh, her name's Kayla. She's going out with this, this big jerk. And so she tries to go for the cute and sensitive guy. And so they end up going through this big adventure. And then there's this cube. They call it the cube. And, uh, they, like, controls all the robots and makes makes the Transformers. So they have to destroy it or else, you know, the Decepticons will destroy the world or something like that. So they have to go and do it and then the government gets involved and then there's a bunch of subplots like uh, will the soldier survive and stuff like that because it starts starts out first as like an attack on a military base. So there's a bunch of subplots and it was really good. It was really gripping every aspect of the movie every minute so if you had to give it a grade if i had to give it a grade i think i'd give it an a minus um you know what we should do we should think of like you know cisco and ebra have like four stars we should do something like that yeah we i think i'm gonna have to give this movie four tacos let's do it let's let's rate movies in form of tacos because okay we do enjoy yeah mexican food yeah so Four tacos being the most. Yeah, or five tacos. Being five the most. tacos. So it's more exciting. Five tacos. Yeah, if you can eat five tacos, in the, I guess that'd be the equivalent of a really good movie. So I'd have to say this movie would be four and a half tacos. So you you get over ambitious about the fifth one, but you eat half of it, but you're just too full to eat the other half. And obviously with like fire sauce. Yeah, definitely. Like- so this movie was really good. And there's no reason. It wasn't like the best movie I ever seen in my life, because the best movie I ever seen in my life was Die Hard One, back in the '80s. Speaking of Die Hard, but I'm not. Gonna, in fact, this isn't even part of the movie review. But while Brad was watching Transformers, I happened to see the new Die Hard movie. Um, the only thing I'm gonna say about it, I'm not. Hey, that's all I'm saying. I just finished watching Die Hard Three, so I don't want him to say anything else okay. about it. So without saying anything, I'm just gonna say next week we'll do a Die Hard. It. It's pretty cool. Live. Live for your Die Hard is our next movie review. But Transformers, four and a half tacos. All right, man. That that's pretty. That means uh, we should go see it. It'd be amazing. All right. Um, 
We're going to move into our next segment, and there's going to be space because we're going to do a sound clip. Okay, so apparently the 4th of July – Yeah, I don't know if you know this, Brad, but during the 4th of July, that's usually the time when they try and bring out the blockbusters, like the most exciting movies. Like like back in 1996 or whatever, it was like Independence Day, which is like the prime movie of that time. Like well, the and the, the whole Independence Day happened on – July Fourth, so yeah. oh, no, it's no. only fitting that Independence I, and, and Day I also came think, out on I also July Fourth. Like, I think Titanic actually came out, and and that made that. I mean, Titanic had the world record for most amount of money made. Most people falling asleep in one. Movie. No way, man! That movie made so much money. Anyway, besides that, so, so I remember when it came out, out. When Titanic came out, it was like three and a half VHSs or something. <laughs> I just that's all I remember about that movie. Hey, speaking of which, when was the last time you had a VHS? The last time I had a, actually VH I still have a VHS player. Um last time I watched one I don't know was when I watched Top Gun, but I just bought Top Gun on DVD so I didn't have to use my VHS oh, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think you could buy a VHS player for like 3 bucks. bucks now. But anyway, um so Going back to what, I, what we were originally talking about, the July 4th, 4th weekend is 4th usually July. the weekend when most of the big movies came out. So this weekend we had like Ratatouille come out, and that made that, that a bunch movie of money. was worthless. I saw that. I saw that at a what are they called when you go sit outside and watch movies on drive-in drive-in movie? I saw Ratatouille on a drive-in. Maybe maybe it was the planes going by or the constant checking of the barbecue, but <laughs> it. I didn't really get into the movie. I think younger people would. I think it had good plot, but it was all right. Anyway, 4th of July. Yeah, so besides it being the, the weekend of, you know, just having amazing, I guess, people I guess people trying to make the most amount of money. I guess the 4th of July now. That's what America's about. about, is making the most amount of money. By the way, when I saw Die Hard, um, I saw it with my friend Brett Hall. Uh, what up, dude? Um, shout outs. But after we saw that, He's like that movie was great. That was that movie represent everything America is. He was like, yes. He was like, that is my kind of movie. He was like, it, the movie pretty much said, this is America. If you don't like it, you can get out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when he said that, I'd like, I laughed so hard. I think I peed a little bit, but it was so, it was so funny when he said that. I hope you were wearing some Depends. No. <laughs> anyway, but it was it was just really funny. So, I guess you know the Fourth of July is also the time when you know you, you have some families, you have some family traditions. But it's about the heart and soul of our country. Yeah, but now it's like heart and soul of what we can spend because it's amazing. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, it's weird as being in Fremont, you can't have any fireworks. I know. Ever, but then like the neighboring city, which is like what, like ten miles down, if that. No, not even. Probably like five miles? Yeah. Like five miles down, you can go and... You can go and smuggle them over the border. <laughs> Fremont border. <laughs> yeah, to check... You have to, like, swallow them and then... <laughs> anyway, so what are you going to do this weekend? So... Tomorrow, actually. Fourth of July. I'm probably going to come stop over at Steve's shack. His, uh... His, uh... Fireworks shack and... Probably buy some and light them off in the parking lot, and then um, then I'm probably just gonna. I don't know. Are the movie theaters open? 
Because that'd be a fitting time to go see Die Hard. Oh, yeah. No, no, and it's hot. It's supposed to be really hot tomorrow. Oh, yeah, so I definitely don't want to be outside. Oh, yeah, but I'm going to be working in a fireworks booth tomorrow because um, I volunteer with this organization called Young Life, which works with teens in Newark, Union City, and Fremont. And part of the way that we raise funds for our area is to have a fireworks booth for July 4th, which last year this person came in and bought what we called the Big Bang, which was like $700 worth in fireworks. So it was like a big – it was a giant box, like probably the size what of What do you do table. with all those? I mean, last year I was in Oregon, and fireworks are legal everywhere in Oregon. So we were, at, we were in a hotel, and so Justin and I drove down, and we bought – about 50 bucks worth of fireworks and we still have fireworks from Oregon. No, I still I guess... have those ground bloomers, the <laughs> one that spin around in circles. I'm going to tie all those together in one fuse and we'll light the whole thing to tomorrow and see what happens. Well, I guess what some people were telling me was that um, they they have like huge block parties, you know, like for their block and so they buy $700 of fireworks for their entire block. Yeah. And they light it off. But some people they buy like two of them so that they can just have them all night and then do like the quote unquote grand finale, which is like deadly to anyone under the age of two. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, yeah, apparently fireworks are are a big issue in in the politics of our cities. Like people are like, I've heard a quote on the news saying, uh, "I'm terrified when kids <laughs> when when kids have fireworks." I mean, shoot, if you put them in a place. Maybe we should make places where kids can go and light off fireworks. Like, you light it off here. Like, light it, you know, like a big sand lot or something, you know? Yeah. Like a bit like a playground or something. Like, light it off here, like, you know. So it's not like in the bushes or some crap. And it like, burns down places. Let's, let's go find the driest part with, like, the most amount of flammable. No, material. seriously. Like, right next to a paper factory. Yeah. I think it's probably the best place to have I know. a fireworks show. I know. Like... It's it's absurd. Like, why ban it when you could, like, make it safer? No, but check this out, though. The best time that I've ever had for 4th of July is we went to the beach one year, and everyone had fireworks. This one this one group bought a cannon. It looked like a giant oil, oil Was it barrel. like a mortar? Dude, it pretty much was. Like, it, was, it looked like a giant barrel, like an oil barrel, and they set it on the, on the sand, like, on top of a log. <laughs> <laughs> And we were standing there, like, waiting for this. And, of course, like, all of us are, like, blocking our ears and stuff because we're like, this is going to blow out our eardrums. But they're probably a good 20 yards away. Maybe, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. And when they went to go light it off, nothing happened, right? So uh, the guy goes up the oh, that's all bad. He puts the, fire, the thing down. And the second it touches, the second it touches the oil barrel, it was like, boom! And it was the loudest thing I've ever – you could see the ripples in the water. From the shockwave? From like the I, beach? No, yeah, yeah. And it, was, I felt, and it was on the sand. I felt it in my chest. I thought my heart stopped. It was like, boom. And it was like, <laughs> the, like the deepest like resonant sound ever. And I thought my heart stopped. It was So it was so fun. And and then you can imagine that since everyone had set fireworks on the beach, we all lit them off at the same time. Like me and Brad are probably sitting, you know, two or three feet away. And we could like if we were on the beach that day, you probably could not see Brad. Because it was just so <laughs> so thick. In fact, we were starting to get headaches from all of the smoke. That was like, <laughs> That's so I was good. like, I can't see my eyes; they burns us. Yeah. yeah. 
No, last year, it was funny. We had these little things. You light them, and they, like, pop and jump and stuff. And so Justin, I don't know what he was thinking. Like, he <laughs> threw it, and it slipped or something. And it went near these people, and they were sitting on the curb. And I don't think they saw it. And it scared the hell out of them. And, they, and then I think he did it, or he just threw it, and they were there. And then the next time, I think it slipped, and they were mad. They were angry. They were pissed off because it came again. They were I thought they were going to beat us up or something. <laughs> but what we were doing is we were taking, like, the fountains, the big fountain, um, the big fountain, whatever, fireworks, you know, and we were tying we were tying the little bloomers on the bottom so that, I mean, t- to the top of the, to the top of the fuse so that when it lit, those would branch off and then they'd dance around the fountain it was pretty insane so it brought me back to my pyrotechnic days when i was a little kid i think like everyone every man has had those days when they were like just fascinated with fire because it's like the heart of mankind like (laughs) it's like you know back when we were cavemen it was almost like a rite of passage would you say yeah i think it was because it's like when you were a caveman well not when we were cavemen but when there were cavemen, like, you know, fire, lightning, <laughs> you know, the fascination, I think, has always been in our blood. So, and I also think the 4th of July is cool because it is the day of barbecues. Definitely. And I, I love me a good barbecue. There's the nothing more manly than a barbecue. There's probably nothing more patriotic. I wouldn't say manly, oh, but yeah. I would definitely say even because because I think barbecues, you know, are they exclusive? Like our freedom almost. Are they exclusive to, to the United States? Because what other country specializes in barbecue? I think Mexico. Oh. And lots of South America. Oh, the Middle East. The oh. Middle East has like, or like, even. No, I'm in talking like about straight up Spain. hamburger grill, not like. Oh, so you mean like uh, like not, American barbecue? Well, the American not like rotisserie, not like, like rotisserie barbecue, barbecue, but you know, like you rotisserize. A lamb or something, you know? So, I'm talking about, like, grill. Grill it up and flip it. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what, though? I think, you know, burgers are good, but you could have a burger barbecue at any time. But on the 4th of July, I think it's either steak or fish. Or ribs. Or ribs, yeah, something straight up. You go all out. I, I don't think that we're watching our cholesterol that day. No. Would you say? It's almost it almost rivals Thanksgiving with cholesterol. <laughs> That's what I think. Um I I love me sauce. I like a lot of sauce and so barbecue sauce happens to be my favorite kind of sauce. That's why they sell so much at Costco cuz Stephen Dang will clean them out. Oh, that's right, man. Like I like when the truck pulls up, I'm like, "Don't even bother unloading it, dude." Just, just put send it, it in my, my car. Yeah. <laughs> put it in my car. Yeah, put it in my truck, and then, you know, I'll see you later. I'll char- just charge you for it. All right. Well, besides all these festivities, let's talk about what, what – Steve, what does 4th of July mean to you? Well, 4th of July is kind of a special thing for me, especially because I'm, um, I'm Vietnamese. And so my grandpa fought in the Vietnam War because he was um, part of the South Vietnamese Resistance Army. And so he fought for the United States, and then he became, like, a major colonel or something like that in the United States Army. And one of the things that you realize is after you go to Vietnam and you visit the places where you're kind of from, you know, um, especially because it's so close to me, you know, like, my parents were born in Vietnam and my sister was born in Vietnam. Like, you realize when you go over there, like, how, you know, fortunate you are to to live in the United States in in terms of – 
you know, just being able to go to school here, being able to go to college. Um, but I think there's also just sort of a danger in that because you get used to all that. You know, you get used to being able to go to any school that you want to. You get used to um, being able to go into college if you have the money or you get used to different you know, different things or, you know, privileges of being in the United States and you kind of think that that's sort of your right to go ahead and do that. Like, even to drive a car, you know, you think yeah. you think that, you know, you're entitled to being able to drive a car, but really it's kind of a privilege. In fact, the fact that we even own a car or that I even own a car, yeah. um, you, you know, speaks so much to how really wealthy our country is and also, you know, how easy it is to get complacent, to be really you know, satisfied with what we have here and forget what's going on in the rest of the world. And our responsibility, I think, as um, believers in Jesus is not to spread the American gospel, but to spread the gospel, you know what I mean? And um, I think the 4th of July, if anything, would be a good time to remind us that we aren't perfect people. You know, I'm reading this book called Flyboys, and it talks about the atrocities that not only the Japanese people did to themselves or what the Japanese did to China or whatever, but also what we as Americans did to Japanese people or, you know, some of the atrocities that you see in, in World War II or in Vietnam or in Korea, whatever. And so I think that uh, the July 4th, you know, is really a time to say, you know, we're human. Like, are you, I mean, our the history of the United States is not all pretty you know what i mean yeah definitely and and and, and to say like you know in like i think sometimes i'm tempted to write off whole countries or even like germany or or northern vietnam for you know some of the stupid things that they did but we have to realize that yeah that's a part of who they are or part of their history but that's not who they are now you know right. what i mean like like people change like like not all germans are nazis you know what i mean right. now like that was like that was part of their history you know i mean it's good to remember I think those things that we do because we never want to do that again. And in well, fact, you have to learn from the past. Yeah, exactly. And I guess there's this one town. I I think it's in Russia, or whatever, or not in Russia. It was it was in Germany, and it was like this huge statue to Hitler or something like that, or to the Nazi regime. Mm -hmm. And rather than take it down after the war, they decided to keep it up because they said that we should never forget what happened here. Yeah, and I think definitely. that that's 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 something that July Fourth should be a time of reflection about too. Instead of just like, yeah, even though the barbecues and stuff like that are pretty sweet, is to remember that you know our history isn't always pretty, but we're we should always be striving to work things out. You know what I mean? For the better. Yeah. So, what about you, Brad? Um, well, my opinion, Fourth of July is really special because it signifies like I don't know. In my life, I've always been small. I've always been like. Like kind of like the underdog or whatever. People may not, people may underestimate me. I may come off like as a goofy guy or whatever, but I'm actually really like determined and stuff. My personality is kind of like that, and I kind of see America being like that, being a bunch of small like you know peasants, and we beat this humongous British army, and it was just like the most beautiful thing that could ever happen. Like the biggest underdog and the biggest chance in the world and now we're a world superpower and I think that's pretty crazy and I think that's really special and uh you know I don't think there's any any other holiday that's more patriotic other than like Veterans Day than 4th of July like it's one of the most important in my book so I think you know it's not always 
as like cut and dry as I as I put it. But you know, I think America is revolved around this one day because like all the hard work was put into it. And Fourth of July, we got our in- independence. So I think that's like a really really important day for us. Well, that wraps it up for episode two of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we're still working out some of the bugs. In fact, we're still trying to figure out where this is going to go, but I think it's going to be pretty cool. So if you have any um, questions for us or you want to just send in a couple comments, um, feel free to do that. You can email me at S, as in Steve, D-A-N-G, at Irvington Press, I-R-V-I-N-G-T-O-N-P-R-E-S dot O-R-G. And so go ahead and submit your questions, your comments, your concerns. And, uh, you know, even if you want to send us a sound clip by, you know, recording yourself on MP3, we'll put you on the show. Um, hope you guys have a great, safe 4th of July. Don't hope, blow off any Yeah, fingers. don't blow off any limbs or anything <laughs> crazy yeah. like that. And uh, enjoy your barbecue. And don't forget to go back to your exercise regimen on July 5th. Yep. And God bless America. All right. See you guys.